It's Friday, and we are your Friday Night Delight. Kevin J. Mac, the Jibber Jabber Podcast. It's Friday, Friday. I got to get done on Friday. Mate, that's <laughs> a it's, also chill, it's also children in need, in case you were wondering why I'm wearing this fucking monstrosity. <laughs> Aye, we were wondering why you were wearing that, J. Mac, because it didn't say it on the shirt. Uh, the the wife the wife came home with it for the shop. She went to the shop to buy uh, children in need pajamas for the wee man. And she came back. She's like, "I got you this." I was like, "Oh, thanks." Yes, nice. and you're like, "I can't <laughs> wait to wear that on the podcast the night." Aye, um, that I mean technically this is me wearing it in public, which I never thought I'd do. So mm. there we Aye. go. <laughs> a big teddy bear for a big teddy bear. Aye, children need the night where tax dodging millionaires get you to send them money. Aye, class. Class. Aye. That's a, that's a whole different episode. That one. Tonight's <laughs> episode will be just <clears throat> casual movie banter. Where we chat about the movies we're looking forward to see, and movies that we've kind of been watching and TV shows, so mm. we will be kind of getting into that a little bit. Uh, J Mac, it's been a it's been a good wee wee week for some trailers. Have you seen any trailers that have really excited you? Some a trailer that actually did grab my attention that I didn't think would was uh, the new Spider Man trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh um, man, I'm not. Obviously, you know I'm not the biggest Marvel fan, but you have become like, you've become like, it a bit recently. I'm I'm a I'm a bigger fan of the the ones that are lesser thought of. I think, or just not as like I loved the Shang Chi. That was way better than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, it was way better than the the trailer would make it out to be. Um, and uh, yeah, I recently watched Thor Ragnarok for the first time. That was pretty good fun, but. Um, the new Spider-Man. Um, it looks like there's some really fun stuff in there. Uh, it's obviously hinting towards this uh, colliding of universes when it comes to the Spider-Man and Spider-Man, the, the Spider villains. <laughs> um, I'm <hard> so- <laughs> Just you know, I'm sweating buckets here, and I've got a horrible cold. So if I sound yeah. bad, it's because I feel bad. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean the. the Doctor Octopus coming back is just. I mean, that obviously that came out in the teaser. Doctor Octopus, Doc Ock, Doctor Octavius, Doctor. He's Doctor Octopus. He's Doctor Octavius. Ah, his name's Doctor Octavius, but he's he's thingy. He's he's super villain name is Doctor Octopus. Mm. Anybody that thinks Kev's wrong here for a change, put it in the comments. That'd be. (laughs) I'm googling Um, this. She is. And obviously, you've got the Green Goblin showing up in that as well. The Doctor Strange tie-in. I looks like it's going to be good fun. I don't mind the Doctor, the Doctor Strange thing. However, what really got me was hearing Big Defoe his uh, his voice again as the Green Goblin mate. Oh, I for anyone that doesn't know, and I'm sure I've said this quite a few times on this podcast. I am a huge fan of the original Tobey Maguire trilogy. Don't care that the third one wasn't as good. When is the third one of anything ever as good, right? That trilogy for me is the Spider-Man trilogy. And I don't care what anybody says. I'll defend that because it's that's just my opinion. I loved that movie, the very first Spider-Man. Uh, just watching it or listening to the music from it just completely sends me to a, a time of being a child and being happy to see it. And I, I remember the very first time I watched it. So for me, it holds a special place in, in my heart. <laughs> and see, I just know that for, I just know that Tobey Maguire will show up as Spider Man in this. And if it does, if he doesn't, I'll be so disappointed. 
but I'm really looking forward to that possibility. Stephen Thompson says, howdy. Howdy, Stephen Thompson. <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. <laughs> There's a snake in my face. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it out of there. Um, uh, by the way, do you like my wee, uh, my wee Billy Connolly thing? How cool is that? I can barely see it because you're chosen need t-shirt, but it looks make, quite make, cool. Make me big then. Make me big and you'll see it. Make me big, is that what you say? Make me big. <laughs> closer, closer to camera, it'll bigger it. It'll <laughs> bigger it. It'll bigger it. Uh, wh where did you get that? Uh, Etsy, believe it or not. Hmm. Cool, we think. The old Etsy. Yeah. For everyone, watch, uh, for everyone listening at home via Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere that you can find our show, this here show, uh, this is the reason you should come and watch us live. On YouTube and all streaming platforms, you can watch the show live if you go to YouTube and ch type in Jibber Jabber Podcast or YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash Jibber Jabber Podcast and see us live. Hit the subscribe button to know when we next go live and you'll be able to interact with us in real time like so many others do. Uh, and you'll be able to see J-Mac's wee background where you'll see his little Billy Conley thing, which looks quite cool, mate. Uh, big Billy Conley fan. You're going to be sad when he goes, right? Yes. I think the whole country will. Um... Or near enough, the whole country. That that'll be a big funeral. I'll tell you that. Uh, if he comes, if he comes here for to get buried, which I understand he wants to get his ashes scattered at Loch Lomond, so I'd imagine, mm. I'd imagine there'll be quite a, quite a street procession for that. Uh, the guy's uh, a national treasure, man. Two of my favourite things: Scotland and Billy Connolly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Scotland. <laughs> so it's, it's not very often that you would. It's, I've always said that about like Americans, like Americans go to their prom and they're hanging out the limos going, USA, USA. It's like you wouldn't imagine that happening here. Scotland. I was at the rugby the other week and they started doing it. I was like, oh no. I'm oh, in the no. crowd going, Scotland, Scotland. It's just not, a, it's not a country that fits a chant. It does mm. it, it just, I think it's, it's, I think a, a country needs to have three syllables to sound decent in a chant. Right, mm -hmm. that's why the English don't shout England. They shout England. <laughs> you have to add that third one to make it plausible. Ironically, it just makes it sound worse. We can England. say Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> so every time you chant England, your IQ drops by a point. <laughs> what if you? Oh, none. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'll be a sad day when he goes uh, the old gen. Uh, I imagine the, the J Mac big, will be having the big old gin. Aye. The old gin. I think uh, J Mac will be raising a few whiskeys. Oh, I I need to drown my sorrows that night. I might actually need. I'll need to take time off work when he dies. I swear to God. Genuinely. <laughs> I, I, I feel that way. I feel that way about a few a few people that I've never met. That like if if and when they go, I'll probably need to phone in sick with a sore back or something. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> What's that? Name them. Oh, Schwarzenegger. When he goes, that'll be grim. Uh, um, and uh, probably Stallone as well. Uh, mm. So Stallone, Schwarzenegger, and right at the other end of the spectrum, there's Billy Connolly. Uh, Lee uh, Jobby! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put it out to the to the jibber-jabber universe uh, on all our social media, asking, what have you been watching recently? What, you know, what movies, what TV shows, what are you looking forward to seeing? And our good pal, Steve McCool, retweeted us saying, loving the new Dexter. You can also mm. check out uh, our previous episodes with Stephen in our archives. We've done one where we talked about primarily him being him playing Rab Campbell in the classic BAFTA <laughs> award-winning TV series, High Times. And then we've had him back on to talk 
fun and games about some of our favorite horror movies. Uh, but Stephen's a great guy, and what he was in recently, uh, show what was it? The what's uh, that he, show? He was in Scottish the show. oh god, the thing in the submarine, yeah, yeah, uh, that <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> That's annoying. A wee bit, That's eh? it. I, I didn't actually, I didn't watch it. My wife watched it. What was it called? Yeah, aye, but it was classic. Was, was it like one word? Aye, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, I can't yeah. remember. But he was all, uh, he's also been in Shetland recently as well. That's what that's what it was. <laughs> oh no, I was thinking about the thing with Martin Comston on a computer screen getting paid a hundred right, pounds. Right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um but no the the, the I see, he's been in Shetland recently playing a bit of a bit of a dodgy character as far as I understand. Bit of a, uh, he's good playing the dodgy. It's what he does it was it's what he does best. Although I did watch The Stone of Destiny recently, which was mm. class, by the way. I can't believe I've never seen it before. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it was funny. I was watching it with, with the missus, and she's like, who's, "Who's that guy with the brown jacket? I recognise him." I was like, "Ah, he's been in your house." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "This was a while ago, though." <laughs> aye, aye, it was quite a wee bit ago. Aye, so good, good. I mean, Stephen says he's enjoying the new Dexter. Yes. Have you yes. been watching the new Dexter? I have. I'm completely up to date with all two episodes. <laughs> there was some um, foreshadowing in there. Like, I'm getting annoyed having to wait week to week. I was tempted to just kind of wait until it had been until it was complete and then binge it, but you just social media screws that up because everybody talks about it. Not only um, that, you then are like, oh, oh what's going on? Oh no, why is it? Why is it? Why is it? Why is it? There is that so as well. I, I just watch it and I look forward to it being there on a Monday. Yeah, like, look forward, look uh, forward, you move forward. So <laughs> I, I, uh, I've, I've heavily been enjoying it, and I think the way they're doing it is the way they should be doing it. Um, I didn't like the way it ended when dexter ended now that they're bringing out this dexter new blood uh and and mate who showed up in the last episode man who showed up who showed up come on mate who showed up the kurgan himself clancy brown oh, clancy brown yes yes Aye, man I, i've got a slight sneaky suspicion that he's going to be the big buddy well just, just, a, wee, just a wee sneaky suspicion uh, um, I love Clancy Brown. Um, Clancy Brown from is... everything for Highlander yeah. all the way to SpongeBob. Yar, Grabby Betty. I can't do an impression. Uh, Stephen Thompson said, "Hey, I was, was going to say I do a better SpongeBob." Uh, Patrick, <laughs> SpongeBob, <laughs> SpongeBob, <laughs> SpongeBob. This is getting Let's turn it to something else. Uh, Stephen Thompson <laughs> says, watch Fright Night 1 and 2 for the first time. Not bad. Stephen Thompson actually is the uh, recipient of said Blu-ray kindly gen uh, donated generously by Gary Smart. It's uh, yes. You're So Cool, Brewster. The documentary, which is sealed and it ha also has a comic and a graphic novel. There's also one there for Jack Logan, but the wee fellas had the vid, riddled with the vid, so... Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that t-shirt straight away, riddled with the vid. Riddled with the vid. As he's been riddled with the vid, so it's not, been, uh, it's not been gifted to said recipients yet, but it's on its way! Um, I did try to get it to Stegwell, but paths didn't cross. Um, yes, Fright Night 1 and 2. I mean, we done the Fright Night. I, I done the Fright Night quiz and yeah. should have really beat Gary Smart. 
didn't kind of happen because Heather didn't have my back on that one. She tried to screw us every chance she had. Um, and not in that Aye. way. Uh, you can never just lose, can you? Well, <laughs> not when you watch it back. It's all the approves in the video. When you, when you play against the guy who has made a documentary about something, it's very unlikely that you're going to win, regardless of how much you cheat. <laughs> what if you cheat really well? Nah, like, I never cheated, not one bit. I just was blown on my wee harmonica, and yet no one was like, hey, Kev, it's you. Nah, I watched it back, and uh, Heather's, yeah. Heather's reception of the timing was pretty much spot on. You would say that you're a twin. You're cut for the same cloth. Uh, uh, I think you're basically just... the same person, but without facial hair. Sorry, without as much facial hair. <laughs> oh, she's watching you. That's a joke. Are... You are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a joke, Heather. You know, you're it. so dead. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, uh, Dexter, yes, thoroughly enjoying it so far. Mm -hmm. um, it is everything that I hoped it was going to be. Um, I would say that slightly predictable up until this point. That'd be my only kind of my only issue. Yeah. For when that boy walked into the gun store, I went, "He's getting killed." <laughs> well, I was thinking, it, I was thinking Dexter might get through the first episode without killing somebody. No. Nope. Um, no. Well, here's the thing. What I what I said, what I said to my wife after watching it, I was like, "This is perfect." Why? Because in this very one ep episode, it reintroduces Dexter. Right, because see that part, part after the point after he goes ahead and stabs up the wee boy. He's not a wee boy, but the the guy. He looks into the mirror and what does he say? He says, "Hello, Dexter Morgan." Now that's a foreshadow. That's a foreshadow, because mm -hmm. who else said that? Uh, is this true? But this, see this 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 could count as a spoiler, right? Even though but, we don't know for sure. Even though we don't know for sure, it could still count as a spoiler if you do this. Ah, I've just said the boy got stabbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said but, uh, basically that he, he killed someone in the first episode. Is that nah, not? I, that's yeah, that's, that's two episodes ago. That's no spoiler anymore. Well, um, I mean, it's not a spoiler if we don't know what's going to happen. You get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm just, yeah, I'm just. We don't know for sure, but exactly. But I would like to think that Deb will disappear as his conscience because as he becomes once again dexter morgan he becomes a new transformed dexter morgan you know he's not the same one as we saw in the first eight series where harry was his conscience we get we we get it that deborah for the last 10 years has probably been his conscience it's time for her to go and uh, usher in his new conscience hello dexter morgan <laughs> look at all the morris and ten and joinery <laughs> right i just have you think... seen daddy have you seen daddy's home too no not the second one you should watch it by the way it's funny and mm. watching uh mel gibson and the other guy mm. uh oh, we're just going to say it john lithgow <laughs> uh playing off each other and john lithgow is a complete geek he plays will ferrell's dad in it and he's mm. absolutely brilliant watch it it could be funny to watch for christmas actually it's, it'd be a good christmas movie right. um so anybody's speaking... not checked out the sorry it's okay, it's okay. Uh, I've got something I want to say about Christmas movies in a second. Mm, Christmas movies. We need to do a full episode on Christmas yeah, movies. Yeah, we do. We'll rank our top ten, but like five from me and five from you. You know? Yeah, we'll we will. Soon. And maybe we'll get someone on that's been in a Christmas movie. Maybe we'll get Tibor back on. Tibor Takas. Tibor Takas. Takas, yeah, because he's made so many Christmas movies. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> uh, but we'll get someone on, maybe. Maybe we'll get... Macaulay Culkin or something. Do you know who I reached out to today? Who? 
kid you not, reached out and I was like, I'm just going to do it. Can, can the girl that sings, It's Friday, Friday, Rebecca Black. Ah, but the, the, the wee girl that, like, her dad bought her, like, getting a music video shot for her birthday or something, and it ended up going viral. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, because I thought, hey, that's a story in itself. Imagine being really good at singing, right, and writing songs to the point where you can have a career in music, but you do this one thing, and it kind of gets you branded as that one one person, mm. and it's been hard to shake that off, which has kind of been detrimental to her. I think that's a, that's a great story. Yeah, could be a, an interesting chat. You know she can sing, right? No. Like she can actually really sing really well. But and because that's, of that. And that's what went viral. Damn. <laughs> right? The world's a cruel place, isn't it? <laughs> so uh, speaking of things that are going viral, not that it's going viral, but that fart you done all over <laughs> social media. <laughs> we, we, we do. I, I want, this is the first time I'm going to say this. I want this fart to go further. <laughs> I think it, it has to. It, it was just—it's so epic. I know you've got it ready there to play it. Oh so. no, I actually don't. But by the time you finish, wow, saying you're saying it well. This was—I <laughs> mean, it was just going to be my standard, you know, smile to the camera and send Kevin a fart video. Um, and it ended up being something particularly special. Um, it something was, that actually. I'm never going to be able to replicate. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing it again in the next few seconds. <laughs> I've got to cough again. Sorry. Uh, Oh, there he is. He's muting. Yeah, for anyone that that follows the banter between J Mac and I, you'll know that J Mac will occasionally, for whatever reason, send me his uh his top top ten farts, and, <laughs> and sometimes I play them on the show. Sometimes they end up on social media. Sometimes they don't. But recently, he sent me one that's this fart sounded like fucking Enter Sandman. Right. So <laughs> without further ado. It's even in time and everything. It's in time. Oh, like, do, it, do, it, do it again. It's, it's perfect. It's, it's in tune as well. It's, it's in tune. Here we go. <laughs> so please share this for awareness <laughs> this will be a copyright strike so oh. on youtube it's nearly a thousand views uh tiktok it was like 500 nod last i checked uh, so pe- people are liking it <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm, I'm never i'm never going to be able to do that again i, uh, I mean that that's mr methane levels of you know fart competence um Mate. You got a 10 out of 10 for that one. You've never had a 10 out of 10. I know. I've sent you some epic, like almost panty wetting farts. <laughs> and you've been you've given me like a that ah, was a solid seven. I was like, it was nearly a solid something. <laughs> but that one, mate, that one that got the confetti. So it did. <laughs> right, so one more time before we imagine farting fucking endless. <laughs> No oh. way. <laughs> uh, that's just fucking something else, mate. Oh, I wish I was a like. See if I could draw or I could sketch. I would totally sketch that as a as like a scene where you're on stage with me, like in your big fucking pudsy fucking t-shirt, farting through a mic. Do you, know, 
Do you know what we could do? We could start selling. No, you can buy like you can buy the like a print of the the um. What do you what do you call what do you call sound it? Wave. Like when, ah, the sound wave of you and your wife's favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, but with me farting it out. If there's a demand for them, jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com, send us an email and let us know you're in it. Also, if you'd like to join us tonight on this show, uh, write in the comments that you'd like to do that and I'll send you the link and you can talk to us. <laughs> talk to us. Eh? <laughs> I want to talk to you about uh, a movie that I watched recently, which was like, oh, I, I saw... Uh, a meme online and sometimes it'll just give you a, a picture of a scene from a, a movie and then picture a scene. Ah, a picture <laughs> of a scene right and it'll say this it'll say a movie was released 10 years ago and it was the most fucked up thing you ever saw but no one saw it <gasps> right and i was like nobody saw this all right cool and it was a picture of kurt russell lying on the like on the dust and he was like ah oh, oh sore and i thought like, mm, kurt russell you didn't really get a picture, you know, a movie with Kurt Russell and it's shite. So, okay, you, you've got me. They said it was a Western. I was like, all right, okay. And then it was like, not only is it a Western, but it's, it takes a turn. It takes a turn. It's not just a Western. Yes, right? So I was like, ah, you've got me. You've got me. So I went on Amazon Prime and I typed in Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yes. Oh, you bastard. Have you seen <laughs> Bone Tomahawk? Uh, yes, I've seen it twice. Um, what the? Fuck? The the thing is, like the first time I seen it, I was like, your your jaw just hits the floor. Uh, it, <laughs> there's one particular like. one particular moment in the film where you're just like, what? And then I I actually, I've got <coughs> excuse me, I've got a friend around the corner that I'll occasionally go and watch movies with, mm. and uh, me and him sat down and watched Bone Tomahawk, and uh, he still talks about it. This was about six months ago, and he still talks about it today, about uh, the fact that it actually fucked him up. Like it's How can that it? He just struggled to sleep thinking about never this, seen Green this moment. Green Inferno, Green Inferno, I think is, although it's is highly disturbing, it's still a bit over the top. Do you know what I mean? Uh. The, the Bone Tomahawk thing just seemed spot on, <laughs> like as to what you think would actually happen. Yeah. Um, and. I, it does stick with you. Like I can, I can picture it right now. But I've got this disconnect that I can do when I'm watching horror films, where I can go, "That's nah, makeup." Some uh, people don't have that, and if you don't have that, don't watch Bone Tomahawk because you're going to end up in therapy. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> the, the premise of the movie is it almost starts off like you're you're we unforgiven the the old classic, the western, and then Sid Haig and David Arquette, they kind of trample on a burial ground that they shouldn't have done. And then these people, these tribal people, troglodytes, troglodytes <laughs> they call them, they enter the town, take Patrick Wilson's missus, take the boy from uh, what was he in? He was in a thing I watched recently. I can't remember the, the name it was. But he was also in that show with Jason Momoa. He's been in a few things I've seen. They take him and they also take David Arquette and a wee cave and then it's like you've got Patrick Wilson, you've got Kurt Russell, and two others to go to try and get him back, essentially. Mm. A lot of stuff happens, which is funny and all that. And uh, then some stuff happens that's no funny. But, oh, yeah, fucker. <laughs> and by the way, one thing I'll say about that movie the part at the start where David Arquette's cutting somebody's throat, like that seems more realistic. Like, you know, in a movie, 
when they cut somebody's throat, it's just like a swipe, and then you hear somebody bleeding. Yeah. See the way David Arquette cuts somebody's throat at the start of that? That's probably what I would imagine cutting someone's throat would actually be like, and it's no just one cut. <laughs> Well, if, right. if anybody knows what getting your throat cuts, get, getting your throat cut is like. Jimmy Jimmy Scotland, that no, 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 it's David Arquette. Uh, oh yeah, well, remember, never got remember that? Yeah, I never got sliced. That was a oh, Nick Gage that stabbed him in the neck with a bottle. <laughs> was that a bottle or a light tube or something? Did he Michael mm. Myers him? <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was the light tube. It was from that light tube. Same way Michael Myers done it in Halloween Kills. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, aye, he got stabbed in the neck, but aye, it was quite. That part was quite mm. gruesome, and it, it kind of makes me go, oh, "I want to watch more content like that." Because I was thinking, that's probably what it was like back then—just mm. horrible people taking opportunities on sleeping folk, you know, and just straight mm. up murdering them. But what happens to David Arquette kind of evens out the balance. Although you don't get to see it, you can only imagine what happens to him. When you see what does happen to somebody <laughs> else, mate, what were you like during this scene? And I'm not ruining it for everyone, but like, you should check it out. What were you like during this scene? The first time I seen it, um, <laughs> I was. Do you know when when you just you're just completely lost for words? Like, no, I, I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> think. Nah, I've, I don't think you know what that's like. Nah, I, oh, I am sometimes. Uh, I've never. I've never ever seen you lost for words. Jordan, you said this place was a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you were lost for words. <laughs> Wait. I, looked like, I looked like that Kyle Rittenhouse there. <laughs> 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 you, you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. I've seen the, the memes, but I've, I've not followed it. Yeah. Yeah. Not guilty on all counts today. I, I can't comment. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's move on then. <laughs> but we'll have that conversation after the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bone Tomahawk, worth a watch. Um, it's quite, I mean, it's, it's the definition of a slow burner. Like, there's a long time during the film where you think, there's nothing actually happening here, but what it's doing is it's it's making you feel like you're on the journey. So I say that. It gets you in a place where you feel like that you've, you've known these people uh, for 10 years. And it makes what happens just ten times worse. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, don't eat before it and enjoy. <laughs> Aye, the bit where he gets his heat fucking scalp, man, put in his mouth. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's, it's laughs> nasty stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. was, I was like, I'm like, I'm like you'd, surely you'd fight. You'd fight, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be sitting there going, she just ten my scalp off, man. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I fucking dug her off. <laughs> she just ten mask. <laughs> he just ten my scalp off. Uh, it's me and your body crew. <laughs> well, kind of, because you still got the back bit, I think. <laughs> so I'm going to have one of the arse to heed skin grafts top <laughs> class. <laughs> He's just in my scalp. <laughs> what have you been watching recently? <laughs> uh, I watched uh, Home Sweet Home Alone the other day. Oh, is that the new one? That is the new one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, starring 
Uh, Ruth Davidson. Um, <laughs> um, I, I can't remember the kid's name. Apparently this kid was in uh, that Jojo Rabbit, which I haven't seen yet. It's supposed to be excellent, and apparently he's supposed to be good in it as well. But yeah, in Home Sweet Home Alone, right? the whole, the whole thing that makes Home Alone uh, the endless, timeless classic that it is, is the fact that Macaulay Culkin is such a charming lead mm-hmm. character. Uh, on top of that, you've got Harry and Marv, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern as the mm. the burglars, and it, it, it's just it's just magic from start to finish. And you're always you're always rooting for Macaulay Culkin to get one up on these two sneaky bandits, right? Sticky bandits, mm. wet bandits, <laughs> and the, the thing that <laughs> what. <laughs> I just looked at a picture of the actor and he doesn't let Riff Davidson. He can bring it, but again, if you get a chance, he can bring it up. <laughs> oh, God, <man. laughs> <And> <laughs> So the, the, prob- the problem that Home Alone, uh, I think this is Home Alone 6, is it what, 6 or 5? Oh, I think Denny even. One, two, Denny three, even. four, five. Donna Pollock, we're doing great, man. It's good to have you on the show yeah. tonight. Nice to see you again. Um, anyway, what this thing does wrong, you've got uh, John Delaney and Ellie Kemper who are playing the two baddies in this film. I just I don't use air quotes very often. Um, those are the two people that are trying to break into this kid's house and steal. Now, their motivation for doing this is completely justifiable. They think that that kid stole something of theirs that's worth a lot of money and they're going to steal it back. Right? So yeah. you're kind of on their side. And the, the longer the film goes on, the more you're on their side. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying they're basically trying to get this thing back that could get them a lot of money so they can give their kids a decent christmas mm. right so you're like right so the kid's the villain yeah. andy's annoying as fuck it's like, uh, so they, they've, got go it, well. they've got it all backwards it, ellie kemper and john delaney are the two best things in that film mm-hmm. and the yeah the, the child is just not on the likable scale when it comes to like if you compare him to macaulay culkin they're just at different ends of the spectrum here. Especially um, when when you hire somebody that looks like Ruth Davidson. If uh, <laughs> if you don't believe me, see for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that kid is now sitting in the House of Lords. No, <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, oh, so no. the, the IMDB score is very reflective of this. I think the IMDB score is sitting at a solid 3.7 at the minute. Mm. <clears throat> I think it is officially the the worst in the franchise. Now, sorry. <coughs> oh, I love this. Now, it does have its enjoyable moments. There are actually some funny bits, but mm-hmm. the, 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 just the, the, the way the film is just put together is nonsense. They underutilized uh, Devin Rattray as Buzz. He comes back as, as Buzz McAllister. Um, mm. uh, again, underutilized. He's only in it for a short time. It was more like a, a cameo, um, and that was a shame because who doesn't who doesn't he love Buzz? Buzz is know, the ul- he's the ultimate tosser. You love to hate him. That thing is though, seeing Home Alone four, they made Buzz someone else, right? And he was smaller than Kevin McAllister. When was Buzz smaller than Kevin McAllister? <laughs> so how can they make it? I've I've never seen I've mind. never seen three or four. Don't ever watch four. Three is good because it's it's. It's Alex. It's nothing to do with the guys in the first two. The third one's a completely different story. So you uh, can I accept would, that. I, I highly doubt the third one is good. It's decent. I enjoyed it. I watched it I with a kid. Ross Gunnan says, even at all, 
looks like a young Michael McIntyre. But if young Michael Ma- if Michael McIntyre and <laughs> Davidson had a child, he'd be in Home Alone five. <laughs> <laughs> John Kavanaghan's nice to see you tonight, mate. Um, I I totally. I, I, this is how I look at Home Alone, right? Home Alone one and two are what they are, right? Classics. Yes. Then you've got Home Alone three, which is in the same universe, different story, different country different just uh, the only thing that's that's the same is the premise that a kid is at home himself and people are trying to take something from him home alone 4 goes back where all the characters are the are the same so kevin McAllister's there buzz is there obviously they've not got the big family anymore for some reason <laughs> only buzz is his brother um he's got a butler two people try to break into the house and buzz is smaller than kevin McAllister. Mm. Buzz is smaller than Kevin McCann. I was just like, I watched it and I was like, this is disgusting. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, he identifies as being taller than Kevin, and that's enough. This was before all that pish. Before all that what? For <laughs> all that pish. <laughs> uh, Donna Pollock says, Home Alone 4 is not great. I totally no. agree with you. Totally agree there's with also, you. I think there's a fifth one as well, and it was The Holiday Heist, is, is what it's called. It. Um, I think it came out in 2012, straight to DVD, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that looks dire as well. The new one, like I said, it, it does have its moments where it's funny, but you're always rooting for the baddies. And that, mm. that there's something wrong with that. Um, but again, that's what happens when you put a Tory in a kid's film. <laughs> Mate, the new Hocus Pocus has been filming. Um, mm. Really, really looking forward to that. Ross Gordon says, we have a paranormal investigation going on tonight, starting at 11 p.m., that's going to be amazing. That Ross, been... is, uh, hopefully, hopefully you can answer this. Are they going to are they going to be going live on Facebook or anything? Because that would be cool. If they're not, tell them to do it because it'd be awesome. Be cool to actually yeah, tune in cool. and see what's going on. Everybody watching tonight, make sure to tune in to Bathgate. Oh well, I don't know if you can tune in. <laughs> we'll find out in a minute. <coughs> but uh, aye, that'd be pretty cool. Or head down to Bathgate Cinema uh, after what we're going to talk about as well, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, that that would be cool, man. Um, aye. We should get Jamie Kerstorfen to do a proper, proper wee hunt. Uh, maybe do that with. A, it just sounds like rhyming slang at this point. <laughs> some, uh, some uh, Greyfriar stuff. Uh, Stephen Thompson says, "Where, where's doing the paranormal investigation? Bathgate Cinema, eleven p.m. tonight. They're gonna go up the bell tower. <laughs> Rick Stegall's oh. gonna go down there and bang in the windows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in celebration of." Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, <laughs> Stand outside going, what is day? Go to the view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm really we mm-hmm. we have it in us very soon to have something happen with the paranormal. We've not done a paranormal episode since Peter McHugh was on the show, if I'm correct. Um no, since, since his, death, we've, we've, not, we've not done it since Peter McHugh's forehead was on the show. <laughs> I, uh, he's fell off side of the earth, mate. Uncontactable now. Aye? Mm-hmm. Isn't that paranormal? Ooh. Tried to contact him recently to get his books made into audiobooks, but he's disappeared. Ghost Hunters International was class. What was that? That was on the sci-fi channel. Mm. 
they've um, done some places in Edinburgh. Well, we plan to head out to Greyfriars Kirkyard, our good friend and former guest on the show, James Corstorfin. And former inmate in Facebook jail. <laughs> I have no <laughs> repeating and repeated offender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he runs Greyfriars Kirkyard, so we do plan to go out there and film it. That'll be fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that'll be that'll be class. Uh, aye, so Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, if I'm if I'm correct, that released yesterday. Yeah, I think the, that's when it that's when it started. I was going to go see it actually this morning. I was going to go mm-hmm. see it um, by myself uh, while the kid was at school, but there wasn't a showing enough. So it wasn't a showing early enough that I could do it. So I thought, you know what, I'll pick him up for school and we'll go see it. Mm-hmm. So I said, Murray, do you want to go to the cinema and see the new Ghostbusters? I don't like Ghostbusters. <sighs> I have raised my child wrong. Mm. Um, he said that it's got good bits in it, but a lot of boring bits. I would agree with that, by the way. I I would agree with that as a child. Mm-hmm. Like as as an adult watching Ghostbusters, it's nothing but class. But as a child, I, all you want mm-hmm. is the ghosties. I just want yep. more ghosties. Where's the ghosties? Thing is, though, I think what I would have said to Murray is, yeah, yeah, I get that. But this movie was made years ago. Now this one won't be like that. Yes, it'll be like Stranger Things. It'll be it'll be great. I'm hearing uh, stig- nothing, mm-hmm. nothing but good things about it from yeah, on, it looks like, online from reviewers. Trailer, um, like, when I say nothing, nothing but good things from online reviewers, I'm talking about true film fans. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about movie critics because movie critics are. I've, I read a. Well, I started reading a review from the Independent earlier on today, and I stopped mm-hmm. reading because it was just Sorry. political nonsense. Um, right. So, uh, I think I think it's going to be good. I think the uh, the trailer um, gives just enough away to the fanboys and mm. new audiences to make it intriguing um but I, no, I, I think it looks pretty damn good i'm gonna go yeah. see, i will go see it within the next few days that's my plan yeah uh see matthew Min says evening gents new home alone wasn't too bad hated the kid though mm-hmm. so he didn't like ruth davidson see that i hate that <laughs> see see when the goodie is a wee shite like problem child Right? Yeah. When they're a wee shite and you want them to get done in and they don't, I hate that shit. Um, <laughs> Ross Gunnan says, Bathgate Cinema has par- paranormal investigation. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it yep. most certainly does. <laughs> Ross, is this, is this going to be an ongoing thing, if you can answer that? Yep. Um, Ryan Gurley says, Mr. Mac, best one-liner in a movie. <laughs> he already knows what my answer is going to be as well. What's your answer? It's for Django Unchained. Uh, <laughs> go for it. I just I need a prop here. Go down, Moses. <laughs> Damn. I can't see fucking shit out of this thing. Class man, class. That's the one. <laughs> Stephen Thompson says, here's a question for you both for the both of you. Ooh. Tell us your favorite film from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and after well, well, you go first, Jim. Uh, Kev's like, I've never seen a film for the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking hard. I'm walking hard. <clears throat> Halloween was for the 70s, not bad yet. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think uh, ha- Halloween is a possible... That's, that, would, that would possibly be my favourite film for the 70s just based on the number of times that I've seen it, but I think it, it might be tipped by Dirty Harry. Mm. Uh, D- Dirty Harry for me is a great 70s film. Um it's the film that opened my eyes to the fact that older older films like that could actually still be good. I mean, I've always mm-hmm. been a big Bruce Lee fan, so they were all in the 70s, but I don't count as... They're not 70s movies. They're martial arts movies. It's a whole mm. different thing. Aye. But 
when it comes to mainstream Hollywood movies, I think Dirty Harry might be my favourite one from the 70s. Well, for me, the 80s obviously is the last boys. But that was the, the 80s was a great period for movies. Beetlejuice, yeah. Ghostbusters, Hellraiser, Lost Boys, Batman, Friday the 13th, The Goonies. I mean, fuck me, man. Um, the 80s is a, is, a tre- is a treasure trove. I absolutely. See, Matthewman says 80s, uh, sorry, the 70s, Alien. Also, Ross Gunn says, could be every couple of months. Yes, tonight will be very interesting footage to potentially follow. That'll be exciting. If anybody is in the area of Bathgate or surrounding areas, head to Bathgate Cinema for 11pm or check out some... No, don't. Don't head to Bathgate Cinema for 11pm. Why? Because they're doing an investigation. Stay the fuck away. No, get involved in that shit. Investigate. I, I, I could be wrong. Again, Ross can confirm this, but I think it's a team that's going in to do it. Aye, with folk, no? I don't think so. Well, I so, don't know. I don't know that much about it. Uh, see, Matthew Man says, 80s flash. Ah! <laughs> yep. Uh, for the 90s, fuck me, man. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Loved Edward Scissorhands. Mm. That's one of my all-time favourites. You also got stuff like that. I mean, think about that. There's like Men in Black, Jurassic the original Park. It series, uh, the miniseries, The Crow, fucking Total Recall. Yeah, best impression here. Whether no people can join, right? So no people can join, or no people can join. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think. I think if if what I'm reading is grammatically correct, he is uh-huh. saying no people can join. In other words, fuck off. Well, it's not because tickets on sale for it is open to public. There's a team of three with a medium, etc. Come and get involved. So no people can join. Right, so that's no comma people can join. <laughs> Come on, Ross. Go any better than this, <laughs> The K Young voice, the man himself says 90s Jurassic Park. I had a feeling he would say that. I had a feeling he would say that. By the way, check this for a treasure. Right. I actually have a mint condition PS1 Jurassic Park, the Lost World game. <laughs> that's still Look in at the that. Plastic as well. Mint condition, mate. Mint condition. Mint. Mint condition, mate. Mint condition, and also, mate. Every time you, every time you move away from the camera, I just kind of keep my eyes off that fucking belt. <laughs> <laughs> this one here, the AEW Championship. Uh, that's that's the one. When did you win the it, gift. anyway? Uh, well, I won it for being a, a class. I, I, I turned thirty, and Todd gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so for your thirtieth birthday, you got a wrestling belt. That's and class. That that's makes me happy. That great me thing, happy. mate. That's fucking awesome. Ross Gunnan says it's late. I've been crazy busy. <laughs> <laughs> Here till three a.m. tonight. Uh, well, well, maybe not three a.m. the bottom morning. Come on, the get pe- it the right, mate. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. You enjoy you enjoy yourself, son. I'm sure it'll be it'll be an absolute blast. And then you be taking the piss out of folk. When I was in there, I went to watch the Quiet Ones, uh, sorry, the Quiet Place Part Two with my wife, and and me and my wife were the only ones in the cinema. And that fucking sneaky prick snuck up behind us at a quiet bit and jumped up from behind our seat. Hmm. I went like this. <laughs> my wife nearly punched him in the jaw. <laughs> God. Mate, just looking at the uh, the nineties, we got never ending story. Casper, Home Alone. No, never any story was the 80s. No. Oh, I, I, what? Yes. No, sorry, never any story part two was in the 80s. Yeah. 
Yes. So never end story was the eighties. I know. So I might change my eighties one. You can't affect <laughs> the eighties. Stegel, why ask such a stupid question? <laughs> Ross says, and I you loved know, every minute of it. Do you know what? See if, if somebody I think if somebody can tell you their all time favourite film, they're not a true film fan. Aye, true. I, it, that's a, a, a genuine thing that I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. If you can say my favourite film is this, then you've you're not a true fan. Nobody nobody should be able to have a favourite film. Yeah. Um I've never seen Sunshine and Leaf. I'm not a big uh, musical fan, Ross. I've, I never, never really have been. Um, there were, it was on once when my wife was watching it, and it's a load of Procla- Proclaimer songs that are having we dafties singing them. <laughs> it was all, I think it was all right. I never really watched it, but it's something we should probably cover on here. You know, Do you know, I think that for me, the problem with musicals is they're just not realistic. First of all, nobody ever just sings out of the blue, right? Second of all, yes, <laughs> they do. No, they didn't. They do. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. Only on this podcast. <laughs> um, but also, I've been to Leith a few times. It's never fucking sunny. <laughs> Good. <laughs> God dang it. What has everyone at home been watching? Mm. Come on the 27th of November. That's a good shout. 27th. Let's see if I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> I am working. Shit. What night? What night is that? It's a Saturday. Saturday. Oh, yep. Get I'm your tickets, bathgatecinema.co.uk. I'm working. I'm working. Are you? Are you? Yes. Are you? Yes. Uh, well, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Eh? See what happens. That'll be my mm. second last shift at my current job. Class, man. Class. Mm. No, it's not. It's sad. I'm sad to be leaving. I really am. Um, no, um, it's, 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 it's been a good job. It's just the, the shifts just haven't worked for me as well as I'd hoped. Um, but the job itself, I love it. I'm, I'm going to miss it. Um, uh, but, Onwards and upwards, AJ Mac. Yes, definitely, definitely. Hocus Pocus Two is coming out, mate, and I am actually really yeah. excited. I actually looked back on our timeline. I think it was like a year ago, or a year and a half, or something like that, before there was any talk of Hocus Pocus Two, and I put it out to the Jibber Jabber universe. I said, "Guys, tell me how you would write the second one." And I even gave my own little thing that maybe perhaps there was another black flame candle, and someone else had actually lit the black flame candle anybody watching right now um, or even if you're i'll tell you in a sec anybody that's listening to this in the archives jibberjabber scotland at gmail.com or just contact us on social media tell us how you would write it got another comment here from ryan Gurley. heat with robert de niro and al pacino 90s good good shout mate good mm-hmm. shout. um the yep, black flame candle have you never seen hocus pocus no i'm a fucking grown man Oh, J Mac has left the show, <laughs> mate. What the fuck? But uh, it came out when you weren't a grown man. So I know, but right even as a kid, it. I wasn't really that interested in it. Um, uh, I did. I think within the last year, I've seen it on in my house. I think my my kid was watching it with my wife. My wife loves it. Um, it's I'm amazing. Just, again, just never, it's never really appealed to me for whatever reason. Mm, well. The black flame candle is a cursed candle that once, when lit on a full moon on Hallow's Eve by a virgin, it will re reanimate the dead three witches, the Sanderson sisters. You charge of that, and then a whipper noon. And uh, so I think having another black flame candle, because obviously Hocus Pocus, the one, the first one got lit would be pretty cool i know that the sanderson sisters are back and what's his face that plays willie the zombie he's back but i 
didn't see anything about the original casters and like Thora Birch and Omri Katz and, and uh, Vanessa Shaw. Those were the three kind of three goodies. <laughs> I've seen nothing that says they'll return, which is a kind of shame. It would be, I think, see when it's something like that, like Ghostbusters, like Hocus Pocus, when it's something like that that returns, it would be really cool to just see, even if they're not a big part, to just see them again. The adult version of them, you know, like I think was there not talk of a second Goonies movie? Oh, there's been talk of a second Goonies movie since the Goonies was such a success. I think um, it's just I don't I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, especially I think Corey Feldman's just a mess, man. I don't think I'll, I'll ever see him coming back. Mm. Um, he's I don't know. He seems to be. I don't know if he's a, an actual problem child or if that's just how he's getting portrayed because of the things that he is saying. Um, the I'm kind of on I'm on the fence with whether I believe everything that he says. Uh, mm. I want to believe him because the stuff that he's saying is is believable. Mm. Um, but and I, I I don't know, man. Like Home Alone, Home Alone would have been a really cool thing to see, like a, a legacy movie of, like mm-hmm. have have Kevin being have Kevin being a bugler. You know what I mean? Have him being fucked up because of what happened to him as a kid, or have him being like the the ultra cautious parent who happens to leave his kid at home this one time. That mm-hmm. would have been cool to see instead of fucking Ruth Davidson missing a vote. <laughs> I, 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 just, I don't, I don't, nah. Uh, there are some, th- some things that it work with and some things that it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Um, never say never. Stephen Thompson says, leave the Goonies as is. A second would ruin it. As much as I, I agree with you, I think sometimes you can allow uh, allow the sequel to be a thing and if you don't like it, just discount it. Yes. Just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like Terminator 2. I mean, that's one of the worst sequels ever. <laughs> Not <It's> a, <laughs> one, of, yeah. one of the only times it was done right. But yeah, right. I, I just I don't think you can personally I don't think you can ever ruin a good movie by giving it a sequel. Nah. I if that totally film's good enough, it. a sequel will never ruin it. Uh-huh. What you could do, you could ruin just say, for example, Lord of the Rings. Just say Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring was amazing. And then the two towers was crap. That's that would be ruining a story mm-hmm. because it yeah. is one continuous uh, narrative. Yeah, it's not finished yet. Yeah, that that's fine. But I think we we like Terminator, Alien, The Godfather. Um, I mean, what other things we amazing sequels? Superman. Do you know what I mean there's there's a lot of really good sequels out there? Um, mm. But if they were bad, it wouldn't ru- it wouldn't ruin the first one for me. I would just go, whoa, yeah. that was a bad sequel. Mm-hmm. See, Matthew Man says, was a nice touch in the new Home Alone seeing the McAllister security sign. Yeah, but that's something see. that they could have played with a little bit more. But, I mean, what, I mean, there's every chance, I mean, I don't know for a fact, I never even bothered looking at the trivia, but there's a good chance, maybe they even approached Macaulay Culkin for a cameo, and mm-hmm. he's been like, no, Ruth Davidson's in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they managed to get Buzz back, and, and I, li- I like the stuff with Buzz. The stuff with Buzz was funny, and and the yeah. fact that, um, like every every year, like Buzz mentions in the movies, like every year Kevin phones the police because Buzz works for the police. So he phones the police department and says that there's a kid home alone. It's it's a joke. It's an on, it's an ongoing prank that he does to me every year to get me to go out to a house where everything's fine. So I'm not even responding to it. That was actually quite clever, but they didn't use him enough. He should have been in the the, the whole film. Mm-hmm. Just 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 have him in the whole film. It, oh, yeah, it, it, it would have been so much better. 
Um, Stephen Thompson says some sequels are better. I much preferred A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three over any of the others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the mm-hmm that Kev does when he doesn't think something's true. <laughs> it's like, hey, what do you think of this idea? This is a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think everything is subjective, mate. If you can make it work, then take a shot at it. It's like throwing a dart at a dartboard. If you think you can hit it in the motherfucking bullseye of the treble 20, then take a shot and throw it. Just <laughs> let's make sure that when we throw it, we're aiming at the dartboard, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love how I can tell you were trying to remember the last time you played darts in this fifth year common room. <laughs> no, no, mate. I played darts not too long ago. Wife, wife's dad thought he could smash me at darts. I fucking left him sitting, mate. I was like, ah, fuck you. Things you're just annoying that way. Like, even if you've never played darts before, you'd probably have won. You're just, no, you're just annoying. You just win shit. You're a pain in the hoop. Mate, not always. <laughs> Trust me, I don't always. Um, see, Matthew Man says Macaulay was good in American Horror Story. Do not talk about that. I've, I've that. not seen. I've not seen it yet. American Horror Story got to that point with me where I was like, "Oh fuck me, man, this is getting boring." The first season was amazing. Second, Second season one class. not bad. I'll, Third I'll, season's I'll, great. Second season has been my favorite so far. Asylum. Asylum was a great, great season. I think I, I was quite enjoying the election one. Mm. Was it called election year or something? Something like that. Um, I was quite enjoying that, and then just lost track. Uh, but no, the the first and second season, especially the second for me, were were top mm. class. The third one was great as well. A, a bit of Stevie Nicks in it as well. That's the Coven. No, I, 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 that's that's where I started losing track. I was like, I lost track of the one after witches, that, man. where it was like creepy. Do you know man? I, I don't think I'm a fan of stuff about witches. I think that might be what it is. Mm. I'm not. We need to get fan. you doing a witch movie deep dive. Anybody watching the new Chucky series? Really enjoying it so far. It is on my list of things to watch, and I've just not had a chance yet because I've been watching that thing, The Sinner, with Jessica Biel from a way back that we never actually finished. So I'm trying to watch that, and then I'm going on to Chucky. I've heard only good things about it, Craig. I have only heard great things about it. I so haven't. Really I've heard it. good and bad. That's got um, uh, Brad Dourif's daughter in it, doesn't it? Well, it's got Brad Dourif in it as well. I'm pretty sure he's still voicing right. Chucky. Excuse me. Cut me off. I mean, that's kind of class. <laughs> oh, did you say cut you off there? I bet you didn't. Know <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Is it Fiona Dura? Brad uh, Dura. I think. No, it's I think Heather Dauphin. Need to definitely check out the new. The new Chucky series. Here, here's something. I've got something controversial to say. Chucky, no, sorry, Child's Play 2 is better than Child's Play 1. Ooh, what do you think? Stego would agree with you. Stego would agree with you. I, I don't know. I need to re-watch the second one because, like I said, I was never a big Child's Play fan. But our recent dip back into Child's Play had me going, eh, okay, I, I get it for what it is now. Aye, it uh, is but, what it is. Aye. Aye, but see, the Mark Hamill one, the fucking, the recent remake... <laughs> Totally all over that shit. Love it. I, mate, yeah. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised by that one. Um, oh, that's right. That's right, <laughs> Craig. Craig um, read read that out for the audience at home. Yeah, it says, fun fact, Brad Dourif's daughter plays Brad Dourif in the show. She does. <laughs> they do his daughter up to look like Charles Lee Ray. I seen that's a photograph amazing. of it online the other day, and I was like, holy shit, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I did see that. That is brilliant. Wait, how, how annoying must it be for lassies when they're like, oh, you look like your dad. <laughs> Taking it to a whole nother level. That's great. Uh, um, there we go. Insane. Love it. Absolutely. What was my... I had a train of thought. It was gone. My train of thought has left the tracks. Huh. 
the train keep on rolling, rolling down the track. But up upcoming movies. I mean, um Ghostbusters Afterlife is out. King Richard is coming out soon. Have you seen any trailers for this? But King Dick, nah. It's actually, it's not what you would think. It's actually a, a sports biopic about the Williams sisters tennis. Uh, I'm a big sports biopic oh, fan. Could be pretty decent. Could be pretty decent. Um, tennis. So that's that's coming watching up. snooker, man. You have to be a boring <laughs> bastard to watch tennis and snooker. We've got Encanto, which is uh, a new animated movie coming up. Uh, we also have The House of Gucci. Yeah, that's coming up shortly as well. That'll starring, be in basket cinema also. Starring, I believe, Adam Driver and somebody else that I can't remember, but that's that's coming up as well. Mm. A Boy Called Christmas, which is uh, the origin story of Father Christmas. Could be fun coming up for this holiday season, <laughs> as they call it. Uh, we've got Shepherd, which is about a young Scottish shepherd following the death of his unfaithful wife, fights to maintain his own sanity as his past catches up with him. Sounds intriguing. And then we also have... Pirates. Now, I seen a trailer for Pirates when I went to see the new James Bond film. Mm-hmm. And Pirates is about three. I, th- I think the, the the modern term for these guys is like roadmen. Is that what they call them down mm-hmm. in London? The guys that call each other fam and blood. Um, uh, these tits. Um, fam and blood. Fam and blood. Aye. Come out with a film called Fam and Blood. Fam um, and blood. But yeah, it's about them at New Year trying to get to a party. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it. Um, it looks shite, uh, but if it's not at Bathgate Cinema, it looks great. Go see it. Um, <laughs> I have a story for you I want to tell everybody, but I'll wait till you finish your train of thought. My um, train of thought, uh, this, by the way, I was doing this in chronological order. This is the order that movies are getting released in. Uh, this is up until the end of the year. After that, the next release is a, a little independent movie called Lapwing. Which, Kevin, by the way, let's have a wee conversation about Lapwing. Ah, so Lapwing. Uh, I mean, we can say it, right? We can say it. Aye. Yes, we, we can say it. Not got a date confirmed, but we are we are in talks now with some people at Arrow Video, and they will be coming to us with various opportunities to talk to directors, actors, producers, all some great people in in the business. Lapwing is a movie that will be released on the 26th of this month, and we will be interviewing the writer of Lapwing, Mm. which the movie itself looks pretty decent. I think it's right down your alley, J-Mac. But we're not going to give too much away because there's not a date set up. There's just an agreement that's going to happen, and it's going to happen very soon. So keep your eyes on the prize for that one. Eyes on the prize. Um, so yeah, that's Lapwing, that's coming up. Um, we also have uh, Overrun, which is about a former military extraction specialist whose only chance of saving his informant sister and her family is to track down a mysterious briefcase. That sounds shite. Moving on. Uh, we, <laughs> we've got uh, Silent Night. Now this, this I don't know if you've heard of this yet, Kevin. Um, Silent Night, Keira Knightley is back. I like oh, Knightley. Where did she go, by the way? I know. I know. She just pops up every now and again. Do you know what? Mm. She's made that much money off the films that she's done. She can just do what she wants now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Silent Night. It's a comedy, drama, horror, according to IMDb. I watched the trailer for it earlier on. It looks right up my street. Um, mm. Nell, Simon, and their son, Art, are ready to... Hang on. I've clicked on edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nell, Simon, and the son Art are ready to welcome friends and family friends for family what promises, what promises to, be to be a perfect, perfect Christmas, Christmas gathering. gathering. Perfect, except perfect, for, uh, one thing, for one thing, everyone is everyone going, is to, going die. to die. Yeah, that'll be annoying when <laughs> listen back to it. Well <laughs> I'll, I'll let you read it again, you fucking prick. 
just kidding. I'm just kidding. That looks like I watched, I watched the trailer for this earlier on today in preparation for this show. I did, even though this is a banter show, I did some preparation, um, <laughs> which is not like me at all, Kevin. We'll attest to that one. Yeah, it's so, definitely L. So like, this, is, this is how the podcast works. Like, Kevin, Kevin's like all day like... <laughs> Jordan does this. What are we doing? <laughs> 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 that's me set up <laughs> um so yeah this uh it looks interesting it, it it looks a wee bit otherworldly a bit strange it looks like it may be set back possibly probably maybe post-war britain um but with a slightly kind of end of the world theme mixed in something i might be wrong but it looks like it might be something like the happening which i know is a complete fuck up of a film like um it. but this could be the the thing that does it right. So, uh, check out the trailer for that. That's Silent Night, and that is released later this month. I stand um, by it. Says, <coughs> I wasn't big on horror till Kevin here got me started on Dead by Daylight. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have seen films like Silent Hill, etc. I didn't even know that Stego. I didn't know you weren't that big on horror until then. Dead by Daylight is a great horror game to play if you're playing it with friends. For me, Dead by Daylight is uh, <laughs> it's a social gathering of your friends, and you just have a wee bit of a laugh. Sometimes you just can fall out. You fucking left me on the hook, man. You popped my Jenny. You broke the killer to me. I hear that one often. You've just brought that killer to me. Do you know why? It's because you have often brought that killer to them. That's why you hear that often. Um, I'm through. That- that's actually a perfect segue to the next movie release that's coming. Dead by Daylight? No. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Now, I watched the trailer for this earlier on, and I swear to God, it looks epic. I've n- I've never liked any Resident Evil movie. Hmm. Um, there's not a Mila Jovovich in sight, as far as I can see. This hmm. looks like a whole new take on the Resident Evil idea as a movie franchise. Um, and it looks like it's going right back to the, the beginning of the story and it also looks like it might follow the first game pretty closely That'd which is cool. cool as fuck I need so to, uh, keep an eye out for, for that one I need to go see that Stego says Kev's really good at smashing you with a pallet so the killer catches you untrue Stego you done that to me it sounds like an average day at Kev's work <laughs> It was merely revenge. I have a story here that was actually from my work, right? I want to set the scene for you all, right? So I recently Picture started a new you. job, right? I started a new job and I was paired with a fella called Kieran, right? Good guy. And he knows his job really well, does it really well. Basically, if you need something, go to him, right? And I was paired with him and also this new lassie, this new woman come over. And I think I was laughing for the rest of the day after this happened. It's just really funny. So I'm walking behind Kieran and this new girl, woman, right? And he's like talking to her. And he's like, yeah, yeah, so we'll go up here. We'll get this done. We'll get this done. Uh, anyway, what is your name? Right? And she goes, my name is Santa. <laughs> he looks at her again and goes, Santa? <laughs> she goes, yeah. He goes, oh, I'll not forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just fucking it had me creased forever. Just like her name is genuinely Santa, and he, lo- he looked at her like Santa, <laughs> like Santa. <laughs> I 
well, I'll never get that. <laughs> you know, I just want to clarify something. Here. I'm not <laughs> laughing at the fact that her name's Santa. Right? It's Santa. quite conceivable. Somebody's come here for another country, and their name might well be Santa. But I just love the fact that somebody's with that. Santa. <laughs> 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 Fucking Santa, that's Kieran. Fucking Santa, man. I remember like pissing myself for the rest of the day, and every time I looked at him, I kind of just kept laughing. And he's looking at me like, "What fuck you laughing at?" I'm like, "I'll tell you later." I just kept replaying it over and over. My, I'm just, I'm just picturing you. all. I don't know if you're open Christmas Eve. Just, just say you're open me Christmas Eve. I love the fact. I'm just picturing like you all being in and him turning the horn going. Yeah, should you all be fucking busy? <laughs> <laughs> Showing um, up on Boxing Day, like you know, fuck you last night. No, I've no, I've not actually seen Santa. Since. <laughs> I've not seen her since that day. Obviously, got other engagements. <laughs> she was a pleasant woman, of course. Uh, just, it's just fucking done me like <laughs> Santa. Anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next release, it's a movie called Come On, Come On that stars the beautiful and amazing Joaquin Phoenix. Um, what about the fuck? Our, I thought we were uh, going to talk about a female actress there. <laughs> beautiful, something you might tell us, lad. 2021, shut up. Um, a radio journalist embarks on a cross country trip with his young nephew. Watch the trailer for this, it's black and white, so I'm going to love it. Mm. Uh, uh, next, we have uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Which yes. which looks crap, but it's probably great family <laughs> fun. Um so if you, if you again this is uh, this is next month. Um you want to take the kid to see something, Cliff the Big Red Dog, based on the, the kids' books. Um could be could be a laugh. Jack White, and you know what? I I'm i commend Jack Whitehall for managing to get any movies, man. The guy deserves mm-hmm. he's worked he's worked hard and uh, Jungle clear. Jungle Cruise was really good fun. He was good in that. The dog. Um, By the way, it's a toad, not a frog. <laughs> he can do this. I know that's not the Clipper, the Clifford song, but I'm just putting Clifford in there instead of Kipper. Kipper the dog was so underrated, fucking amazing. Uh, next up, we have West Side Story, which is an adaptation of the 1957 musical West Side Story. Again, it's a musical. Couldn't give half a shit. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, Spider Man No Way Home. We were t- talking about it earlier on. Uh, the new trailer looks awesome. Um, I, I, I'm not a Marvel guy, so I'm not going to speculate about what's going to be happening in it. Um, I just think it looks pretty decent. Um, Toby Maguire. You can chuck your tuppence in there if you want, Kevin. The fact they're bringing on. back all the fucking the villains from the previous movies. Uh, they also foreshadow the death of, and I don't know who, who that was. Was it Mary? It was not Mary Jane. I know she doesn't die that way. It was Gwen that dies where she's like, oh no! And he tries to grab her and ends up snapping her neck. It's like, oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> Did you see that in the Andrew Garfield one? Yeah. yeah. She's like falling down the big shaft and he's like, I'll catch you. And he gives a whiplash and snaps her neck and he's like, eh. Do you know <laughs> what? We put this back on. <laughs> see, see when you think about it, it's actually so realistic as to what might happen in a situation like that. Right. Like, I was watching, it was, it was Zack Snyder's Justice League and there was a bit where, um, I think I can't remember if it was the Flash or Wonder Woman that was going at a super speed and pushing people out the way of dangerous mm. stuff. And you're like, surely when they when like after that happens and all the, the kind of space times went back to normal, they're like, Ah ya bastard. Well, like the boys. Like the everybody boys. just everybody's just like, Oh, what happened? So like, no, you'd be fucked. You get moved at that speed. 
You, there's things things are snapping. Things are going to snap. Stephen uh, Thompson. Stephen says. Thompson. I'm going to read one. Fuck well, go for it. You read it. It says, talking of Joaquin Phoenix, you just reminded me of Stand By Me with his brother River. That was a class movie. Yes, it was. It was. A class movie. was. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, do you know what Joaquin Phoenix's name was before he changed it to Joaquin? What do you mean changed it to Joaquin? Did his parents not give him Joaquin? No, his name was Leaf. Leaf? Aye, it was Leaf and River Phoenix. Leaf, Interesting fact. Like Leaf. Leaf as in like... Leaf. Like what you want your ass with, you're running it. Yes, as in Nissan's electric car, the Nissan Leaf. <laughs> yeah, his name is Leaf Phoenix. Leaf. So there you go. Interesting fact. He's like, I can choose anything to change my name to. Hmm, how about Joaquin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's probably went through a book and he's like, how about Jay Elkwin? That looks cool. He's like, that's Jay actually Elkwin. pronounced Joaquin. Oh, even cooler. <laughs> Jay Elkwin. <laughs> 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 uh, that's a bit of a joke, yeah. Nah. Um, so yep. Yeah, so we got Spider Man No Way Home. What's what is? How's the the order for the Spider Man films? Was it Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home? Is that right? Mate, I try not to follow all the new ones. Tobey Maguire's Spider Man for me. So ask okay. me about that. Then we've got a film called Nine Days. Now this one looks very new age, cerebral, and possibly annoying. Um, a reclusive man conducts a series of interviews with human souls for the chance to be born. I wa- again, I watched the trailer for this earlier on. It's like one of these, it's, they must be in some kind of purgatory or something before life, and they're getting interviewed to be given the chance at living on Earth. Mm, that'd um, be pretty, that's a cool concept. It sounds like a cool idea. Um, I don't know, I've just got, a, just got a bad feeling that it's going to be crap. Have you seen Predestination? No. It's a movie where Ethan Hawke shags himself and gives birth to himself. Oh no, I have seen that. What the fuck? <laughs> like what the fuck? Wait a minute, shags himself. I shags himself to then give birth to himself to try and figure himself out, only to meet someone who's indeed himself to then repeat process. You need to watch it a few times to kind of understand. <laughs> on this week's episode of That's Fucked Up, that's <laughs> fucked up. I right, watch it and give me your your thoughts on that. Everybody I'm at home, sure, I'm sure I've it. seen that. Predestination. Todd set me on it. <laughs> I was like, "All right, here we go." Todd, there's be ashamed a, of yourself. There's a thing, and uh, I need I need a bigger list of these people. But there are a few people in life that, when they say, "Watch this," I will watch it, and I I never am disappointed. One is J Mac, and the other is Todd. So when you say you need to watch this, I watch it, and that was one of those. John Fulton says, "Weird film." It was fucking mega weird. Try <laughs> to figure it all out. Smart Duck says, <laughs> will Smart they ever Duck? make <laughs> that's a new one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Smart Duck, <laughs> Mr. Duck. Will they ever make a film about Spider Man? All the movies are about Spider Boy. <laughs> Do you know what? I suppose that's true, but I think Sp- Spider Man has always been a teenager, like all the way through the comic book history. And that I mean, that's, yeah. this is me speaking as a but I remember like the, the 70s Spider Man movies that were kicking about with the, the guy with the. The kind of Prince Valiant here. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was like 48. <laughs> um, so I, it's an interesting theory. Um, like, why yeah. why is it always Spider Man and not Spider Boy? That's uh, true. I mean, the Miles Morales one. I think Tom Holland, young kid Tom Holland who plays Spider Man, said that he doesn't want to be 30 and still playing Spider Man, and they should move that character over to the Miles Morales one. You know, the other Spider Man. Who's oh, is that the black guy? Aye, <laughs> all right. Sorry, you're still allowed to say that. <laughs> um, 
Spider-Man has, has to grow up. Next up, Matrix Resurrections. Now, this is a, a long-awaited sequel. Did we really need one, Kevin? No, we didn't need one, but am I glad we've got one? I'll tell you when I've seen it. I'm kind of hoping that it writes the wrongs of the previous two sequels. Um, what because the wrongs, in your opinion? All of them. The, the, like the Revolutions and Reloaded are both terrible films. The Matrix is excellent. Uh, the Kingsman. This is the origin story for The Kingsman, um, starring, I think, Taron Egerton, I think, and Mark mm-hmm. Strong was yeah. in the first one. Um, this is the kind of origin story for that. Um, I've not got the cast list in front of me. Colin Firth is in that, no? Colin Firth was in uh, Kingsman, yeah. Right, he's um, the same. I think, he, I'm him sure, and Hugh Grant. Same I'm character sure. in every fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> terribly <much>. sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, yes, I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> fucking shite, man. Aye, uh, <laughs> I quite like Colin Firth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know. King Speech, King Speech, one of the best films ever, right? Really? Uh, yes. But are you telling me to watch it? I'm telling you to watch it. Watch the King Speech. Um, so this is set in the early years of the 20th century. The Kingsman Agency is formed to stand against a cabal plotting a war to wipe out millions. Right? So that again, that could be good fun. Um, and we've got Boiling Point. The Boiling Point looks really, really interesting. This this is an up my street film. I don't know if it's a, a Kevin Street film, mm-hmm. um, but it stars the wonderful Stephen Graham um, as a chef. Enter the relentless pressure of a restaurant kitchen as a head chef wrangles his team on the busiest day of the year. That sounds fucking class. What is he do after he's finished his shift? Go and play some fucking snooker. Fuck me, man. <laughs> So it's not a Kev Street film, this is a J-Mac Street (laughs) film. Um, But it looks like it it kind of operates at high stress levels, like all the way through the film, a bit like uh, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, it looks like it's maybe that kind of level of stress. That had Um, a funny way of finishing. uh, Aye, imagine smiling when your head's getting blown off. Um, (laughs) After that, we've got Malibu Malibu Road, which is fast-living Los Angelinos are targeted by the Central Intelligence Agency, for those of you who aren't following on, that's the CIA, during Operation Midnight Climax, part of MKUltra. Oh! Yeah, that could be very interesting if you're into all that conspiracy crap. And that is us up until the end of the year. That's that's, That's up until the 31st of December, so... Yeah, there's some interesting stuff come up. Not a lot of kind of massive, massive name, massive production stuff. A lot of independent movies. Not necessarily all these are going to be available at Bathgate Cinema. This is just the UK release schedule. Um, but Bathgate Cinema would be good to get their hands on as many of them as they possibly can. Um, but the Stephen Graham one, uh, Boiling Point, that that intrigues me. That really does. Aye, so it does. Um <laughs> Aye, that'll be class. Uh, well, no, I uh, film a bit of kitchen. That'll be fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Get this, it'll probably be the best thing that comes out this year. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you fucking boiled that pot of water, man. Uh. <laughs> uh, the father was really good, and that's a James. I fucking burnt it! <laughs> <laughs> We can make a parody movie, man. It's lasagna's fucking freezing in the middle. <laughs> right! Who didn't they take the plastic off this floor putting it in the microwave? <laughs> oh, it, could, it could go any way. It could go a mixture of ways. Um, <laughs> I like movies like that. I like... There's 
there's specific movies that get me. Like, see Natural Libre. <laughs> that that holds a fucking a place in my heart for one specific scene. Just one thing he does. And it's the point, it's, there's a part where <laughs> as, as you know, going to the cinema with me, right? If I find something funny, I think, yeah, fuck, I'm laughing at it at that point right there and then. There's a part where he goes like that. He hands a picture to his wee missus, right? And she's like, oh, is this your family? And she's looking at it. And he just goes like <laughs> Fucking snatches it up. And for some reason, man, that sends me out of the fucking edge. Why? Because <laughs> he just snatched the photo back up, man. There's wee things like that that get me in movies. And that can change me. If I think the movie's shite, see when, see when it gets to a part like that, wee bits like that can just do it for me. Yeah? Brian McLaughlin says, film about a kitchen down there. Don't they do? <laughs> huh? Film about a kitchen down there, don't, don't they, though? <laughs> ah, right, get you. Get you. <laughs> it took me a wee second as well. I was like, Brian, are you fucking all right? <laughs> but, uh, I've got it, I've got it. Class, uh, St- Stephen Graham's amazing, man. Um, I'll watch anything that he's in. He's, um, he's he really does uh, bring a lot to the the screen. Uh, he was in a, a program recently about the uh, the care system uh, during mm-hmm. the COVID pandemic, um, which apparently is a great series. But I've not watched it um, for numerous reasons. But there's actually I missed out. Uh, a release that's coming up. There's a documentary called The First Wave coming up, uh, which is about basically what happened during the first wave of COVID. And I would urge anybody, anybody with half a brain to not see this. Mm-hmm. The reason is we've been fucking plied with nothing but COVID for the last year and a half. Every day, news, social media, everywhere. All we get is COVID. They're like, oh, here, here's a documentary about COVID. Fuck off. We don't need mm-hmm. it. We don't need it. We've all fucking lived it. Release a documentary about COVID in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like it's the same reason that I won't go, I won't go watch war movies that are set in Afghanistan in the Middle East because it's still too current. There's, there's still mm-hmm. too much shit. I, I watch stuff about World War One, World War Two, Vietnam War. But stuff in the Middle East can fuck off and COVID can fuck off. That's you know a cool I'm, thing. That's what Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham actually isn't he great at reading, and his right. wife reads the scripts to him. All right, do you know that? Do you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't. He's about a success story, Stephen Graham. But pro, uh, top marks him. He's a good, good actor. I like him. Do you know how he got um, his role in Snatch? How he actually just chum chummed his mate along for an audition, <laughs> and like it was, it was his mate that was going for the party, Tommy, and he was just kind of waiting outside for his mate, and then they oh. came out and they went. Next, and he was like, "And I fuck it, so I'll just go." Um, <laughs> ended up getting the call back the next day that he'd got the part. Bet his mate mm. loved them. <laughs> uh, right, what's meant to be is meant to be, man. Um, exactly. Before we close the show, J Mac, is there anything you'd like to cover with these fine people that have stayed with us for this full episode? Me personally, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just oh, pardon me. Thank you for staying. It's been it's been mm-hmm. nice having you. It's been, actually, it's been nice to... It'd be nice if one of you phoned in. This is two weeks in a row that we've given you the opportunity to phone in and join in the conversation properly. When I mean, he says phone in, I mean, essentially I'll give you a link and then you just appear on the show with us. <laughs> There's uh, no phone in. I'll send you something to a PO box, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm a bit old school. Phone in. But I do have a a reward for everyone at home. It is the 10 out of 10 fart by (laughs) J-Mac himself, where he farts along to Enter Sandman. No word of a lie. And no one can take that away from you. <laughs> no, no, I will die a happy man. I'll have that in my, in my gravestone. Like, here lies J Mac. December 1984. Another rendition. To the 3rd of December 2022. <laughs> he farted Man. <laughs> I'm watching Grim Forgot again. Mate, he farted Man. <laughs> wait, wait. Hey, hey. Ladies. Who? Is that him? I think it is him, I. Is that him? I. It's him, is that him, I? <laughs> I, that's him. <laughs> hey, if you're going to be famous for something, make it a bodily function. Exactly. Uh, one more time, one more time. Uh, okay, the encore. Cool. <laughs> Not sure how you pulled that off, mate, but holy shit. I don't know, man. I mean, to me, it felt like one squeeze, but I think I must have been doing some <laughs> some barrel control. <laughs> ah, mate. I hope you uh, next to do Rocket Man. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the the accidental enter Sandman. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, doing the show tonight for an hour and a half with you guys. Uh, like I said, keep your eyes open because we have some really cool guests coming up very soon. We're going to actually definitely dive into the paranormal very shortly as well and possibly get out and film something out in Greyfriars. Yes. You guys want to be involved, get involved. You want us to have someone on the show that you think would be great, uh, tell us, do it in the emails, contact us via social media. We'll definitely make it happen if we can, but we're going to have some more guests coming up very soon. Like I says, Lapwing, the movie. We will have the uh, the the writer of that very movie coming on very soon. Uh, <laughs> we got a comment here from uh, John Fulton. Fuck's sake, Jay, I hope you changed your pants after that. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, I did that far about three days ago and I'm still wearing the same ones. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned them inside out and back to front, mate. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Old school, mate. Old school. So, again, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Remember, you can always check us out on Spotify. If you're listening to this show right now, you can go ahead and hear it again on Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere. Everywhere that does podcasts, we're there. We can we can be in your ears <laughs> and make sure to hit the subscribe button to, to stay up to date with us so that you know when we're going live so you can either phone in, as J-Max says, phone in, be on the show with us uh, and just keep up to date with what we're doing. Uh, we will have events coming soon and all that crazy cool stuff. So we hope to see you there and all that good stuff. Again, thanks, guys, for sticking with us. It's great to see the numbers are always there. You guys always put us on and you are always there watching us it's uh it's a wee family so if there's stuff we can do for you fucking hit us up jibber jabber scotland at gmail.com let us know what we can do for you returning the favor and all that good stuff j mac anything you'd like to say in closing don't push into the wind take it easy guys we'll see you next friday or before jelly bubbles
Damn. I can't see fucking shit out of this thing. 